Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 2 of Banter with Bells. On today's episode, we have one of the most down-to-earth and kind individuals I have ever met. This person is Miss Jenna Johnson. Jenna hails from Medina, Minnesota and is going into her junior year at the University of Utah. At the U, Jenna is a business major as well as a starting forward on the women's basketball team. During this conversation, I was able to get to know Jenna better by discussing her hobbies, early years, and athletic career. Towards the end of the conversation, we were also able to discuss the historic season Utah women's basketball had this past year. Sit back, relax, and I hope you all are able to enjoy this conversation. You mentioned that you have sisters. Mm-hmm. No yeah. brothers? No, <laughs> no brothers. We have boy dogs, so we said that those are the brothers. Okay. Um, but yeah, I have a twin sister. Um, her you, name's L- Lainey, yeah. <laughs> you have a twin? You didn't know this? Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like, I see you, you know, all the time, really. but I don't really know you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I have a twin sister. Her name is Lainey. She is like four inches shorter than me. Has short blonde hair. So whenever like whenever um, people hear that I'm a twin, they're like, "Oh, are you identical?" No, not identical. Um. So yeah, and then she goes to school at the University of Minnesota. Okay. Um, studying computer science. She doesn't play basketball or anything, but she's extremely smart. So go, <laughs> that's what she does. Go Gophers? Or? Yeah, go okay. Gophers. Go Gophers. Row the boat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but uh-huh. yes, row the boat. Um, and then I have a little sister. Her name's Samantha. Um, she's going to be a senior in high school, so trying to like figure out where she's going to go for college. But she um, plays basketball, and then she also rides horses. Okay. So, yeah, I think you knew that about me. Growing up, I showed horses for a while. I did not. I really, I did not. Yeah. So our family, we had, when we were all doing horses, we had three horses. Okay. um, And then showed them, like, traveled all over the world. And her horse actually right now is in Utah, in Provo. Somehow the trainer that they found to, like, work with it and everything was in Utah. So they fly out really, like, frequently and stuff and ride it. And then she goes to all these shows all over the country. Wow. Yeah. It's it's really interesting. (laughs) Now, what she does, is that considered equestrian? Yes. Yeah. And is she considering doing that in college? Yeah, so she's been to some camps recently, kind of like, I'm sure you had it with lacrosse, but, you know, like the elite camps or, like, the different thing, your prospect camp. Um, So she's doing that for horses. So it's, like, a big thing in the SEC. Mm -hmm. Um, So she went to, like, TCU, Baylor, um, those type of schools down south to kind of get views or whatever you want to call it. Nice. Yeah, she's interested in it. Now, would Kentucky have a very good... I don't think they have one. Really? Yeah. I think it's really, like, you know, Alabama, Georgia, like, all those, like, really deep south schools, but I don't know too much about it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I used really to weird. I used to work, gosh, this was either late middle school or early high school. I worked at a horse farm. One mm-hmm. of my, like, previous coaches had a horse farm, and I wouldn't work with the horses, but I would just do, like, all, like, the gross stuff, so, like cleaning the stalls yeah that (laughs) mowing the grass and such yeah and one time I was mowing the grass and it was a gas-powered electric mower or gas-powered mower yeah and I was riding it and I just feel like a shock run through my whole body and I'm like what is going on so I let go of the lawnmower and I'm I was so confused and then I look at the fence next to me and there's just like a little wire around it and it was electric fence yes no, I've had similar experiences. I remember I was, like, at a horse camp. It was, like, when I was getting into it first. Mm-hmm. And there was this giant, like, electric fence right next to the gate. Um, and here's little Jenna, like, reaches out, and I grab it. And just, like, my whole body, I just, like, get, like punched. It was oh, so bad. It's, so, yeah, it's, it's a very, awful feeling. Yeah, it's a bizarre feeling. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing like I've ever experienced before. Yeah. 
That was the end of your horse career? Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> and um, my cousin, she had a horse, but I don't know. She's like 15 years older than me, so I never really knew her when okay. she was into horses. Yeah. But gotcha. yeah. And one thing I enjoy doing is, do you guys have county fairs? Mm-hmm. I love yeah. going to the county fair and just seeing all the animals. I know, like the 4-H stuff. That's another thing. I had rabbits growing up. I saw, okay, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> oh, no. Before I have people come on, I do a little stalking. Okay. And I found your outdated LinkedIn page. Oh, yeah. And I saw you. Very outdated. Yeah. And I saw that you had nine rabbits. Yeah, fostered rabbits. Now, was that at one point or no. spread out? First off, I need to take that off my LinkedIn. <laughs> That's very embarrassing. Um, but, yeah, so I it was, like, over two years or so. I, like, signed up with the local Humane Society and fostered rabbits, so I had nine over my entire stint, but, yeah, oh <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, my gosh. I don't recommend rabbits. It was not a good experience, but... You you do not recommend no, rabbits? No, We would get them always when they were, like, eight weeks old or something, so they weren't spayed or neutered. Mm-hmm. Um, very aggressive, but I just loved taking care of them. Like, I literally didn't want to pet them, play with them. I just wanted to, like, give them their food, clean their cage. Just look at them. I was a really weird, like, seventh grader or whatever it was, so... Yeah, but that's my thing. Okay, that's good you told me that because mm-hmm. I enjoy animals as well, but I don't want a dog because really you tra- that's well, a hot take. Well, no, I love dogs, but in college getting a dog, fair. could you imagine yeah, having that's a dog? Fair. Okay. Yeah, so I don't like dogs either. You do not. I don't like dogs. Oh wow! I know, it's a red flag, but <laughs> no, I enjoy dogs. It's just at this point in my life, I cannot care for yeah. a dog. Yep, but. I was thinking, okay, I don't really want a cat because cats live a long time and mm-hmm. I don't want to commit 20 years of my life to taking care of a cat. Yeah. So I was thinking, I had a hamster. I don't like hamsters because they kind of smell and mm-hmm. like they pee on you and they're not fun. Yeah. So then I thought about a rabbit because you can like pet them. They're like yeah. medium size. But then I was talking to Sika and her sister has a rabbit and she's like, yeah, I don't know if you want one, but you just sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Wow. Now, did you foster only rabbits or other animals as well? Um, Only rabbits. So, yeah, we fostered a bunch of rabbits. There's one that we ended up adopting. He was, like, 11 years old or something when mm-hmm. he came to us, and we loved him. His name was Douglas. Um, so we ended up adopting him until he passed away. But, yeah, just rabbits. Okay. And did your parents support you with the rabbits? or? Were yes. They yeah, they're good about it. Like, it's one of those things, I feel like every parent, like, especially when they get a dog, they're like, okay, kids, you have to take care of it. And, like, it's always eventually falls on the parents to take care of it. Right. But this is one of those things where, like, I definitely, like, was very much, I don't know, loved those rabbits and took good care of them. So as long as I did it, they didn't really care. Okay. So it's fun. Now, do you have any pets out here? No, thankfully. <laughs> Again, like I said, I'm not a big dog person, um, but I do, like, watch dogs and stuff. It's kind of been, like, my summer job a little bit. So I've been doing that. But, no, I don't really have any itch to get an animal. Okay. But, yeah. So are you going to be here majority of the summer, or are you? Yeah. So for basketball, we pretty much always have to be on campus just to be working out um, and doing school and everything. So I'll be here. I got here my freshman summer before everything started, and then every summer since I've been here the whole summer. So but I love it. That's my choice to do it as well. So I really like being here. Nice. Yeah. And you you recently moved. Who are the new girls that you're living with? Yes. Okay, so I'm living with three other girls. So Carly Davison from the softball team. She's okay. a freshman. Um, really good shortstop. I've learned a lot of softball since living with her. Um, 
And then two girls from my church. So one, her name is Kalia. She's from Minnesota, actually, too. Um, she's going to, like, engineering and stuff. She's a junior, so. And then this other girl named Maddie, she just works at a company called Keints downtown. So, okay. yeah, it's kind of a random group of people, but we all met at church and then through sports and whatnot. So it's been awesome. fun. Yeah. Now, is the two girls from church, are they older or around the same age? Yeah, so the one is my age, and then the other is two years older than me. So, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, similar ages, but. I was talking with Amelie about your Ecuador trip you went on. Yeah. And I'm doing that youth leadership program this year. Oh, yeah, wait, tomorrow night. Yeah. I'm I, in it, too, oh, yeah. You're, you're doing it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just missed the first week, but I'll be there. Okay. Are you going to do the trip, or are you still no, thinking about it? No, I don't think so. Okay. One year... It was good, but it's not something I necessarily want to do this year again. So, right. Yeah. Are you planning on going on it? So I am planning on going with, on it. Have you been out of the country before? Um, yes. Okay. I've been on a cruise that went through the Bahamas. Nice. And then my grandparents used to have a timeshare in Mexico. Okay. So we'd go down there. Cool. And then I went to Niagara Falls, the Canada side, for like three hours one time. Nice. Hey, it counts. <laughs> That's yeah. good. How about you? Besides Ecuador, have you been? Besides Ecuador. Um, yes. So I went to Mexico once with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, the U.S. Virgin Islands, which I guess technically isn't out of the country, but kind of. Um, and then, yeah, like Dominican Republic kind of did some of like the Caribbean similar things to you with like cruise. And then last year for our Thanksgiving tournament, we got to go to, to the Bahamas and play there. Oh. So that wasn't too bad. <laughs> Was that a pretty cool experience? Yeah. So freshman year, we went to Hawaii, which also was nice. And then the Bahamas this last year, which is really cool. We were there for, like, probably a week or so. Um, and, yeah, it was great. Great weather. So That's nothing fun. to complain about. How did you guys do at the tournament? We went, if I can remember, I think we played two games, and we won both of them. So, yeah, we played Ole Miss and then Alabama, so two SEC teams. Cool. Um, and, yeah, good competition. But, yeah, we won, so it was really fun. Nice. Now let's let's talk about Minnesota. Okay. So <laughs> did you did you did you grow up in the same city your whole life? Yeah. So I let's see when I was like maybe four or five or something I lived 15 minutes away from where I lived my whole childhood, um, but then we moved when I was really young and then lived in the same house the whole time. Nice. So yeah, it was good. You like growing up there? Yes and no. Um, I like like the community, everything. Everyone's super nice there, and I mean for school and basketball and all that like really good place to grow up um but I'd say definitely since moving out here I kind of realized like how much less Minnesota has to offer like with mountains and like all that type of stuff um so whenever I go back I'm like dang it's really flat here and like not quite as sunny um but I didn't know any different growing up so um it was nice uh lots of lakes we are the land of 10,000 lakes that's our thing (laughs) it's on on every license (laughs) so I mean it's a nice place but it's not somewhere I'm itching to get back to I think I've told you this before but um so in the summer it gets like 90 degrees really humid lots of mosquitoes um and then the winter uh like negative 30 40 um super super cold so Cleveland's very similar yeah and yeah I'm just 20 years living in like that cold of winter mm-hmm. it's just pretty taxing I yeah. don't know if I'm gonna go back yeah I was gonna say would you ever want to go back but yeah it sound like I don't it? know I, I mean yeah like you mentioned you already you explained it perfectly great people it's just the weather is very taxing yeah um and I went back there 
two weeks ago, I stayed for like 10 days. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing my family. I love seeing my friends. But what I noticed is during the day, all my friends work mm-hmm. and it gets kind of boring. So yeah, I was itching to get back here. Yeah. Because I was excited to start this podcast too. True. There you go. Do you have a dream place you want to live? So with me getting sick of the cold, mm-hmm. after college, I think it would be cool to live in Utah a little because okay. I like it here. Yep. Um, maybe Arizona. But I've never experienced an Arizona summer, yeah. and I heard those are pretty brutal. Yep. Uh, Texas would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Florida, okay. I love Florida. Um, Florida, and then maybe the Carolinas. Yeah, How I've heard you? a lot of people say that. Um, well, my family's going to move from Minnesota in the next like year or two because everyone wants to leave. My um, aunt and uncle and then grandparents already moved to Florida, and then my family's going to move too. Um, so maybe somewhere close to them, they're thinking about Arizona as well, but okay. I think the summer seems tough. And then, um, also the Carolinas, which I feel like that one would be pretty cool. Like I've talked to a lot of people and there's not been a single person that's like, oh yeah, like the Carolinas suck or something like that. Like everyone's like, oh, it's awesome. So maybe there, we'll see. But I love Utah, so. Um, Mall of America, overrated, okay. underrated. <laughs> um, so I've only really ever been to Mall of America for the rides. Okay. Because I just went there as a kid, so they have like a giant theme like Nickelodeon Universe theme park or something nice um so yeah the rides were good for a kid like I remember good things from them um but then I've never been to like the mall part really maybe like once or twice but um I'm not sure what the average rating of Mall America is if people think it's awesome or not but um I'd say it's pretty standard it's good it's nothing crazy though and why does it get all the hype is it because it is it known as, like, the biggest mall? Yeah, I think it m- might either be the biggest mall or, like, the biggest indoor amusement park. Okay. Something that, one of those. I honestly don't know. But that's what it's done for, I guess. <laughs> you know it's a random Salt Lake fact that what? I just found out? Let's hear it. Have you been to the Costco? Yeah, biggest Costco in the nation. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that random? <laughs> I know. I, I'm not sure if I've been to the right one, but the one I've gone to here, I'm always like, hmm, if this is it, this is not that big. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think the exact same thing. Yeah. The one by the Target in the Walmart? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I walk in and I go, this looks very similar to the one yeah. I have back home. Yeah. So I'm not sold, but I guess it's a fact. Are you a Costco family or Sam's Club? Um, Costco. Okay. Yep. What about you? Yep. <laughs> yeah, Costco all the way. Can't beat the uh, $1.50 hot dogs and yeah. pops. There you go. It's that easy. Did you have Hy-V in Ohio? No. Hy-Vee's the best grocery store. Hy-Vee. That was truly our store as kids. Like, yeah, 10 minutes away or so, Hy-Vee all the way. So good. Hy-Vee. Interesting. And it's just a gro- like a normal grocery yeah. store? Well, the one we had close to us was just huge. So that's part of the reason I liked it. But then it has, like, every single type of food that you'd want. All these different, like, little places inside of it, too, that are, like, pretty affordable and everything. So, yeah, really nice place. Love Hy-Vee. You, the, what was the biggest difference or thing you thing you noticed when you first came to Utah from Minnesota? Um, first difference, I'd say on my visit when I came here, um, I'd never been to Utah before. So I think the craziest thing was like, and this is going to sound kind of dumb, but like driving to the hotel, we had to drive like up a mountain a little bit. Right. And just like to be driving up something, like I just always been used to flat roads. So it was just so weird going like up and down um, through mountains. But even the first like, Honestly, even still now, but the first year or so that I was here, I'd always just be, like, looking out the window, like, oh, my gosh, it's beautiful. <laughs> and all the kids on our team that were from Utah were like, yeah, like, 
great. But I just was always amazed at how like beautiful the mountains are. You know what's kind of sad? Mm-hmm. This is for me is when I first got here, I thought the mountains were beautiful, which I still do. But yeah. now I catch myself taking them for granted. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I, I forget they're there, and yeah. I'm like, wow. I live in one of the most beautiful parts of the country, right. and I forget the mountains are there sometimes. Yeah. My sisters have always sent me, like, videos that they found on Instagram from Utah, and they're like, I can't believe that's your backyard. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> so yeah. I under- yeah, I understand that. And I recently moved to around Foothill. Okay. And when I open up my window, it has, like, a beautiful... <coughs> There's a Walmart in front of it, so that kind of hinders mm. the view. But behind it is, like, the mountains. I'm like, this is this is pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a nice location to know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's a good place. So you don't watch movies. You don't watch TV. Yep. Do you listen to music? <laughs> yes. I really like music. Okay. But no, nothing on TV. What type of music do you like? Um, Country music, mainly. Okay. Big Morgan Wallen fan. Luke Combs. Yeah, I love country. And year-round or just summer? Um, year-round. Okay. Yep. I, when I was home, is it Zach Bryan? Mm-hmm. I'm not a big country guy. Okay, but, yeah, there you go. But everyone went to that, so I was seeing it all over my Snapchat stories. Yeah. And you know how normally at a concert, they set up stage on one side and then put a curtain down, mm-hmm. and then they only do, like, half the yeah. bowl or whatever? Yep. For this, I noticed, he must be, re- is he really popular? He's getting to be, yeah. 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 Because they had him center of the arena, and then the whole arena was wow. full. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that is. What type of music do you listen to? I'm all over the board. Okay. I'm all over the board. Um, Best song right now, which I would put me onto something. What oh. do we need to listen to? So, you might laugh, but so two days ago I had Amelie on, and we were discussing. We were discussing like celebrities from the UK, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how talented Adele is. So I've been on a Adele okay. grind yeah. recently. Adele's good, underrated. I feel like, but I don't, I don't know, Jenna. You know me. I'm a, I'm an old soul, so I listen yeah. to a lot of the old stuff. Really? Yeah. My little sister went through a phase of like listening to really old music, but I think it was more popular stuff like. I don't know, like, Rich Girl from, what are they? Hall Notes. Yeah, yeah. I like that song. I don't know, there's a bunch of them that I think are kind of cool. But And then another, I don't know if this is a guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. but I don't know, it's just, like, the music we grew up with, so, like, late yep. 2000s, early 2010s. Mm-hmm. So the Black Eyed Peas, obviously. No. <laughs> and last year, Jenna, I kid you not, my Spotify Wrapped came up, my number one song was the song Crazy by CeeLo Green. I don't feel like I know that song. Does that make me crazy? Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> wow, the throwback. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. If, Spotify rap exposes people. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone. I don't post mine, but people love to post yeah. their rap. I know. I never, I never tried to. There's one year. I'm a big Hamilton musical fan. Okay. So there was one year. It's like my top like, one of my top genres was, like, Broadway music or something, because I listened to that soundtrack so many times. I was like, I can't post that. Well, I so feel like good. a lot of people enjoy that soundtrack. Yeah, it's so good. Have you ever watched it? I have not. Oh, you have to. Should I? Three hours of your life, but it's worth it. I've I've only been to one Broadway play, and it, was the, it wasn't on Broadway. It was in Cleveland, oh. and it was The Lion King. Was it good? It was pretty yeah. entertaining. No, Hamilton's great. They like rap a lot of stuff, and it's super cool. Have you seen it? Not in person, but I've watched. It's on Disney Plus. So I've watched it like five times. Nice. Yeah. 
Oh, I was going to say something about the music. Oh, mm -hmm. whenever I go to a restaurant, Touch Tunes, game over. What is that? Touch Tunes? So Touch Tunes is the box that's mounted on the wall. Okay. And you feed a dollar in, and then you can pick the song, and then it plays in the whole oh. restaurant. Interesting. Oh, That's your thing? That's my thing. Okay. And the trick is you got to read the room. Yeah, what then, do you usually put on? Well, Jenna, I kid <laughs> you not. So the start of the song, crazy, it goes, nah, nah. Nah, mm -hmm. nah. I remember when and if you play that song and look around everyone starts singing along so really? that's my go-to <laughs> um I, yeah and then if it's like an older crowd just yeah older music that kind of gets the people going yeah. so like Queen um there's Ooh. a band they go by CCR Creedence Clearwater Revival yeah. um so that gets the people going you should be a DJ or something I would love I feel that. like you would do well well, that's what, that's kind of the goal of this podcast. Like, I really enjoy talking to people. Yeah. Because you can't have an hour conversation at the fueling station. True. So this is nice. The studio is pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. When the opportunity came, definitely jumped on it. Yeah. And hopefully next summer, I can apply for, like, an internship, maybe at, like, a radio station or, like, another yeah. media. Wow. That'd be cool. Because uh, I think that'd be pretty cool. Because yeah. I love music, I love pop culture, and I love just talking to people. You're good at it. And, oh, on your LinkedIn. <laughs> Don't bring the, back the LinkedIn. <laughs> well, at the time, I know you're a business major now. Yep. Have you picked a yes. kind of path? Yeah, I'm not sure this is updated on LinkedIn, but I originally was going to do business administration and then took an operations and supply chains class and switched my major to operations and supply chains. Okay. So that's what I'm planning to do now. Yeah. And, and on your LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. It says undecided either business or teaching. Oh. Right? Wow. I don't know. <laughs> oh. I did. Last year, actually, it's kind of funny. I was going through all the business classes, like the B Core and whatnot. And then last spring, I had like a mid-college crisis or something and was like, I'm going to be an elementary school teacher. So I went to like all these different whatever meetings and stuff to try to figure out how I could possibly be an elementary school teacher. And then like a week later, it was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing it. Oh. Um, I yeah, I thought about that for a minute. <laughs> I think you'd be a good teacher. Yeah, I think I, I think I could do it. It just, I don't know, after hearing more about, like, parents and, like, that relationship and just, like, handling so many kids at once, I was like, eh, that could be tough, so. Yeah, and then you mentioned earlier this year coaching might be a path for you. Yes, yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out. So kind of my main ideas I have right now is, one, just, like, working at whatever normal operations supply chain job at a company um to maybe being like something within the athletic department so I'm doing kind of like an internship slash like shadowing stuff this summer to see like okay what does like the business part of athletics look like finance student development like all that different stuff just to see if that's something I'm interested in and then also um maybe coaching I think that's always kind of been in the back of my mind just because I know basketball well and um yeah. all that so we'll see but those are kind of my ideas right now now is your internship are you interning Charmel? Uh, not her specifically. Um, I did talk to with her about it, but I'm just gonna do like the different departments because I think that's at least where I'd start with the job, and then eventually maybe I'd be a Charmel. Right. Yeah. We'll Isn't see. she the best? Yeah, she's the coolest. She's so nice. Is she your sports like, whatever her role is for your team? Or no. no. Uh, like you just know her. Ac no. Yeah, just know her gotcha. from going to different things. Yep. Our academic advice. Oh well, we have the same Sarah. Sarah. Green. Yeah. Shout out Sarah. Yeah, shout out Sarah. <laughs> um, she's probably 
in Europe or something right yeah, now. Yeah, no, seriously, traveling the world, exactly. living her best life. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Sarah's the best. Um, I got to stop saying, um, because, <laughs> oh my gosh, editing, I always catch myself saying, um. It's <laughs> funny. Our academic dean, I guess, mm-hmm. is her. Her name's Kathy Badger. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, if I've heard of her. She's got real curly hair. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Sharma's the best. It's that's one thing about Utah. Not to plug the university here, <laughs> but like I'm sure you had this when you guys went on your run too. But it's funny, like, you know, we'd go out to South Carolina, and it's like all these people from administration coming with us. You know, like Sharmel, the head of like the business stuff of athletics department. Like the president, President Randall came. Like. I don't know, it's just kind of interesting. I was like, this is pretty cool. People really support us here. So That is cool. That's nice. Yeah. Now, when did you start playing basketball? Second grade. So I was on, like, the rec league or whatever. Um, yeah, carpet league <laughs> type stuff. Right. Um, so, yeah, I played second grade, third grade doing that. And then after my third grade year, I, like, got asked to play on this little, like, kind of travel team thing. <laughs> we had these, like, bright orange pennies and stuff and we just go play against all like the fourth graders um in minnesota you would stay within the state yep yeah that was one thing about minnesota i think that might be unique to minnesota i guess but like even in high school there's a lot of teams that can travel to like different tournaments outside of the state so they'd have like big ones in chicago or california but minnesota like all the basketball has to be played within the state for some reason Really? Yeah. And this is for travel this basketball, is, not high school? Yeah, well, that's actually for high school, and then travel when we were young. But then AAU, we could travel anywhere. So that's kind of interesting. And when did you start AAU? Fourth or fifth grade. Oh, so pretty young. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of that's kind of a funny story. So I um, was trying out for all these different AAU teams, and as a little kid, I loved neon things. So I had these bright neon orange and yellow shoes. So I went to this AU tryout, and they're just like whatever, watching all of us. And then after, I guess they're sitting down and talking. They're like, "Oh, like that girl with the neon shoes is pretty good. Like we should ask her." So that's how my basketball career started, I guess. Bright yeah. neon shoes. That's yes. Yeah. Stick out like a sore I, thumb. Right. Yeah. When when I played youth lacrosse, my grandparents they came to everything, but mm-hmm. they didn't. I mean, lacrosse is kind of a. Not complicated game, but if you're not familiar with it, it's kind of confusing to see what's going on, yeah. and the ball is so small. Mm-hmm. But I would wear neon socks just so my grandparents like knew yeah. which person I was. That was nice. In high school, actually, I did a similar thing with COVID. Um, like it was pretty shut down, so no one could really come to our games. So they're all live streamed. So our high school colors are blue and gold. So I had these bright gold shoes on. And everyone would always, like, thank me for that. They're like, we couldn't really tell who you were on the stream. That's cool. <laughs> so that was my thing. Yeah. What, what brand did you wear in um, high school? Mostly Nike until my last year. Since I knew I was coming here, I was like, well, I might as well get acquainted with Under Armour shoes. So I switched and wore some random pair of Under Armours. Okay. Yeah. I like the shoes I saw you wearing the other day, the Patrick Which, Star oh, ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get some cool ones, actually. Every so often we'll get something in a box big like, dang, these are nice. Those are so, nice. Yeah. So you play it. You started AAU around mm-hmm. fourth, fifth grade. Yep. And then your high school. Me doing my stalking slash mm-hmm. research. It appears your high school is pretty good at basketball. Yep. Yeah. So we. We were, yeah we were really good. So my, first three years, two years or so, we'd have we I think we had five girls on our team that were going D one. So your whole starting lineup was all kids that eventually played Division one basketball, which is crazy. Wow. Um. Yeah. One girl went to the Naval Academy. University of Minnesota, South Dakota State, Nebraska, and then me. Uh, and it's actually kind of funny. 
we had so many tall girls for some reason. Like, I was a wing in high school. Now I'm more of, like, a post or, like, forward in college. But I was always, like, a guard because we have two people that were taller than me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a funny thing. Um, but, yeah, and then we played – our conference was really difficult. And then eventually, like, our section, which would then determine who went to state – um, Paige Beckers, who was at that time like the number one recruit in her class, went to UConn. Um, she was on that team that we played, and they had a ton of girls that ended up going D1 too. So we actually never made it to the state tournament. We would almost always only lose like, a couple games a year, only to them. But we always like one in two teams in the state, and then we never made it to the state tournament. So oh. it's kind of like a sad high school experience, <laughs> but it was fun. That's okay. Yeah. Now, is Beckers... Is that her last name? Yep. Is yep. she still in college? Yes, she is. So I think she's technically my age or my class now. She ended up getting injured last year, so redshirted and stuff. But, yep, she's still at UConn. Wow. So, yeah. Now, you're pretty tall for a girl. Yep. <laughs> would And girls grow earlier than guys in middle school. Would you just yeah. hoop? Like, would you just destroy <laughs> these guys at, like, recess or whatever? Um, I never really played basketball at recess or anything, which is kind of interesting. It was funny. In fifth grade, they had, like, the staff for students basketball game, and like, everyone was like, Jenna, like, you should play, like, because I was, like, the best fifth grade basketball player at my school. Right. And I was, like, too nervous to play in front of everyone, so I, like, sat out at the staff for students game. No. So I was never someone that, like, would go out to the park and, like, play against people. It was just kind of weird, but... No, I did not destroy people in middle school. <laughs> I didn't play them. Now, were you always shy growing up? Uh, yes. I'd say I was pretty shy growing up. Um, and then definitely as I've gotten older, I think just become like a little more confident and outgoing. Say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. You don't strike me as a shy person. Yeah. It's always funny in different groups and like situations. I can be definitely more shy than the other ones. I'm like very bubbly and outgoing. Yeah. But definitely as I got older, it's changed some. I'm. I'm the same way. Really? You're shy sometimes? Well, in some situations. Mm -hmm. Freshman year of college, I was not as outgoing because I was just out of my element. I've lived in the same house, same city, same state my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't know who to be friends with and getting used to everything. That's fair. Division one sports are tough, so balancing that. Mm -hmm. I was in the wrong major. Really? What were you majoring in? At the time, architecture. Okay. What are you now? City planning. Oh. Yeah. It sounds similar in some ways. They, they are. Okay. And architecture is very time-consuming. Mm-hmm. And you're building objects and, like, little structures, and you can't do that on a plane. Mm-hmm. So I would have to cram it in one night. Like, we would get back on Saturday night, Sunday morning, so I'd have to do it the whole day. Yeah. And I'm wow. just like, Sarah, this isn't working out for me. So mm-hmm. she's like, okay, well, city planning is very similar. So I'm going with that and minoring in architecture. Okay, so it interesting. Works out. Everything works out. Yeah. What's it like traveling for lacrosse to the East Coast every weekend? Oh, <laughs> freshman year, it was a grind because we only had four home games. Wow. So we had 10 or 12 away games. That's and crazy. it's always like a connecting flight majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's a grind, but pays off this year we had seven home seven away so that was that's much more balance that's good how about you guys have so many games in a season how's traveling with that not terrible so during non-conference and stuff a lot of teams will come to us just because we're like the power five school I don't know right um so a lot of like the mid-major teams we play was come play us at home which is really nice and then once we get into pack 12 play we play Friday and Sunday 
in away games, it's like we'll go play the Washington schools. So we'll fly out there and then usually just bus to the other school. Um, oh, nice. So it ends up working out pretty well, um, all things considered. Um, and, yeah, all the flights are, you know, an hour and a half or so. So we have nothing to complain about, honestly. <laughs> that is nice. Yeah. It will be interesting. So not this year because UCLA and USC have one more year yep. in the Pac-12. Yes. Which, come on. Why, why are they <laughs> leaving? Yeah, that would be awful. I was thinking about that this weekend, just flying out to the East Coast. Like, I could not imagine going from UCLA to, like, Maryland, Penn State, like, all the schools. You're literally flying coast to coast. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah. It's not going to be fun. But good for them. No. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into the details, but I'm not. I don't like those schools, especially USC, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Alyssa Peely made the right jump. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad Alyssa. she's here. <laughs> I agree with you. So you play high school basketball. When mm-hmm. did your mindset go, okay, I, I want to play college basketball? Yeah. Um, I think something that's interesting is a lot of people, I feel like, grow up being like, oh, I want to be play college lacrosse. I want to be a college basketball player. But, like, for me, I was always just focused on, like, playing varsity basketball. I never really thought that there was, like, another level almost. Like, I was like, oh, it's just, like, pros after that. I didn't know that you could go D1 for basketball. Um, and then in eighth grade was kind of when I really wanted to start playing, like, varsity basketball and thinking about college. And then the team I was on for AAU, like, we'd go to all, like, the viewing period tournaments, so there'd be college coaches at all our games. And I was like, okay, like, this sounds like a pretty cool gig. Like, go to college, play basketball. That sounds fun. Um, and then started getting recruited and kind of around then, eighth grade, ninth grade. I was like, okay, I want to be a college basketball player. Nice. And for lacrosse, you have to, you can get recruited starting September 1st of your junior year. Is that how it is with women's basketball? Somewhat. So I don't want to hear more about how that works, but for us, we can talk to coaches and like get scholarship, like offer, whatever, um, before, as long as we call them. So how it would work is the coach would reach out to our AU coach, and then our AU coach would say, hey, Utah wants to talk to you. Like, Can you call them? Here's your number. Um, so I talked to a ton of coaches before then, but then September 1st of junior year was when they could start texting me and calling me. So then that just was like when it really got ramped up because it wasn't on my terms anymore. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, lacrosse, you can't, you can't. You can send coaches film. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, I don't want to misspeak. But I don't think they can respond. You can you can okay. send them film, they can't respond. But then, September first of your junior year, like at midnight, I know some people get calls right yeah. away, which is crazy. Yeah, that is. And what was your first offer? Um, South Dakota State, and then the University of Minnesota. Okay. So yeah. And then Utah after? No, Utah was actually one of my last schools, which is kind of a funny story. So. Yeah, I was just getting, like, a bunch of offers, mostly from, like, Big Ten schools and then some in, like, the Summit League. So, like, you know, South Dakota, South Dakota State, those type of schools. And I didn't actually even get mail or, like, talk to a single other Pac-12 school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Utah was recruiting me since ninth grade or so, which is when most schools started recruiting me. Um, but just for, like, a whole year or so, they hadn't offered me. And then one of the tournaments, it was, like, a spring tournament my sophomore year of high school. Um Coach Rob, our head coach, was supposed to come out and watch me. But at the AU tournament, she got, like, super sick, ended up in the hospital, couldn't watch my game, so she didn't want to offer me without, like, seeing me again. So then I had to wait till like, that summer when she was able to watch me. And then finally, it was, like, I think one of my last offers I got was Utah. And Coach Rob is the Utah coach? Yep, yes. 
Okay. So, yeah, it was a long process. I was waiting because I was really interested, but I hadn't got my scholarship offer yet. So. so you were waiting. Utah was your number one Kind of. I knew I was really interested in them, but there was a few other schools that I liked. Um, but those schools that offered me, and I was like, well, I'm really interested in Utah. I'd like to see if they are going to offer me eventually. And then they did, and then I took my last kind of two visits to Utah and Iowa, and then ultimately decided, um, like, winter of my junior year of high school. So, yeah, that's it's, a, happened. it's an interesting game because if you wait too long, mm-hmm. then other schools will be like, all right, like, you're yeah, waiting too long. Exactly. So what drew you to Utah? Um, Mostly, well, a few things. One, I really like the coaching staff. Um, like, I just got along with them well. Um, I talked to them for a few years, so I got to know them pretty well. Um, and then one thing that was interesting coming on this visit, so Iowa, most of the girls there are from the Midwest, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin. So I was kind of like, okay, like that feels pretty much like home. I don't, it's not like a big jump or anything for me. But then Utah, when I came out here, everyone was from the West Coast or mostly at that point overseas. So I was like, okay, this could be either, either really good or like really weird and just not fit at all. But when I went out here, I was like, dang, like these people all get along really well and like like each other's people. It was like kind of a shocking thing. Um, but yeah, I like loved the team, thought that was really cool. And then just wanting to play in the Pac-12 was another big reason. So. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they add two new teams or we just yeah. go back to the Pac-10. I know. What do you think? What are your takes? You seem invested in this. Uh, I don't really have an opinion because mm-hmm. men's lacrosse is not a Pac-12 sport yet. True. So we're A-sun, mm-hmm. A-fun. <laughs> and so I don't have the biggest opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just happy that Washington, like UW, Oregon, Colorado, all those schools are still staying committed to the Pac-12. Yeah. Um, I think it would be cool if we got maybe a Texas team, hmm. like TCU or something. True. That'd be cool. But we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Sure. Now with your teammates being, well, I first want to comment. I think that having a diverse team ultimately leads to success a lot of times because you don't Mm -hmm. have clicks everyone's having the same experience so I think that's pretty cool that you recognize that and chose Utah for it yeah true and with your team having so many out of the country players do you ever plan on visiting someone um we've thought about it loosely (laughs) but one thing so we get to do or at least hopefully a foreign trip every like four years or so where you go for, like, 10 days to some random country and play a bunch of, like, usually their professional teams over there mm-hmm. um, just to get some training and, like, get a cool experience. So we thought about going to Portugal because one of our teammates is from there. I don't think we'd go to Australia. Um, That'd be cool, though. I know. That would be really cool. Um, and then, like, Canada, we had some girls a few years ago that were from there, so we thought about it. But I don't know. We might go visit. I know um, Australia has, a like, good professional basketball and stuff that may be after Utah. Who knows? We'll see. I'm going to talk about that <laughs> later, see, too. I don't know. Uh, because yeah. isn't the men's team right now planning a trip to go yeah. to, is it Spain yeah. they're going to? Yeah, I think so. I know they're going somewhere kind of in Europe area. I forgot where it was. But yeah. Now, are those, is the women's basketball team and the men's basketball team, are you guys close or not really? No, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny because we share, like, the same facility type stuff. Like, we have our own courts and locker room, but that kind of space. So we see each other a decent amount, but I wouldn't say we're super close with men's basketball. You would think because we're both basketball, but no. Yeah, I'm not really. I mean, football is so busy. Mm-hmm. 
during the full year, so I don't see any of them much. And then yeah. I was friendly with Lazar mm-hmm. because he was number 20, I think. Yep, yeah. Because he lived right next to me um, freshman year, but okay. he just transferred, yeah. I believe. Yeah, UCLA, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're bummed. I know. So, and... Gotcha. All right, now let's talk about this past season. Mm-hmm. Historic season. Historic. Awesome. <laughs> were, were things just clicking on all cylinders? Was everyone getting along? Yes. Yeah, honestly, like, I mean, off the court and everything, even on the court, I guess, um, we don't have any, like, drama or, like, any selfishness or whatnot, which is actually one of the main things I liked or thought about when coming to Utah, which is, like, I was a very unselfish basketball player. I was, like, team first person. Um, and I think college basketball, there could be some of that, like, oh, I'm trying to get my stats. I'm trying to get to the WNBA. I'm trying to – it's all about me. Um, and that's something I really like about Utah. We have, like, star players, but none of them are selfish. So definitely, yeah. What I noticed, too, is I would argue that even the girls that aren't playing, mm-hmm. you guys have the best bench in the country energy-wise. I mean, I always see girls hyping each other up. It's yeah. it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. No, we definitely do. Like, Lonnie White last year, shout out Lonnie. Yeah. Um, she was insane on the bench. And we'd always have, um, after games, we call it good, bad, funny, or, like, good, bad, ugly um, film. And there'd always be kind of, like, the funny at the end would be her and all her different bench celebrations. So we definitely shout her out in, in film and everything. And that was much appreciated. She's hilarious. Yeah, she's great. They, they you should sh- get her on the podcast. I should. Yeah. I should. I feel like she would have a ball. <coughs> they need to mic her up. Yeah, they did once at practice. It was hilarious. So I know. Now the girls, do you, have you met any of the girls incoming? Yes, some of them. So we have um, two freshmen coming in, and then three transfers. Uh, so one of the girls, the main girl I know, is from Wisconsin, and she played on my AAU team. So I knew I didn't play with her my last year because I tore my ACL, but we knew of each other. And then she played recently with us at the three on three national tournament. So, yeah, she's getting in. And then we have a girl from Boston um, transferring, a girl... Boston U or Boston College? Boston U. Okay. And then a girl from BYU. And then we have two freshmen, one from Germany and then another from South Dakota. So, yeah, yeah. kind of a mixed group. <laughs> Is South Dakota basketball pretty good? Uh, <laughs> No, I wouldn't say it's great. But we actually have, it's kind of funny, so to my freshman year... There was a girl, Drew Gilton. She was our starting point guard. She started for, like, five years of her career here. She was from um, Rapid City, South Dakota, and this girl that is a freshman now went to the same high school as her. So I guess there's some sort of little Division One thing in Rapid City, South Dakota. Do you venture, when you're home or growing up, would you guys ever go to South Dakota? No, no? never. Yeah. <laughs> like there's nothing to do there, but that might be biased. I don't know. They must be okay at basketball. Yeah. Maybe. They're so bored that they just shoot a lot of hoops. Yeah. So who would you consider this past year your biggest rival in season? Ooh. Uh, Stanford, probably. Okay, yeah. Yeah, which is the cool thing to say that your biggest rival is Stanford, because Stanford's really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, we went back and forth at the top of the Pac-12 the whole year, and then um, the Pac-12 championship, the last game at Utah, to tie and like um, be co-champions, that was huge. So... Definitely them. I wish I would have gone to that game. I, I know. Had some, I wish you would have too. <laughs> I know. I I don't want to come up with excuses, but I feel yeah. like I would have been there if I didn't have something. Yeah. No, but I fine. did go 
to the first NCAA game against Princeton. Okay. And I'm like, oh, is that the most people that you've ever seen? She's like, and you're like, well, no. <laughs> against Stanford, there's more people yeah. you would have known. Yeah. It's going to be really fun next year just to see how attendance increases. Because at the end of the season, like 10,000 people there, it was crazy. So. I w- before this podcast, I was thinking about, and maybe it's just because I'm in college athletics right now and I notice it more, mm-hmm. but even on social media, I feel that female collegiate sports are getting a lot more viewership across the board. Women's basketball, women's softball. Would you agree? Yeah, for sure. I don't know like the stats or anything about it, but I heard some stuff about the NCAA tournament this year and just being like records, like a bunch of games breaking like any sort of viewership records before. Mm-hmm. So it was crazy. That's great. Yeah, it and was I fun. S- I saw a picture of the college softball World Series, mm-hmm. and it was to quote it was like build it and they were co- they will come and it was a softball field with bleachers and it was sold out i mean yeah. there was probably 30,000 people there yeah that's crazy even i went to some of the NCAA games for softball here and it was sold out too which is really fun to see so that w- yeah. yeah it was a great year for utah athletics it was we all killed it <laughs> good job honestly yeah. i mean men's tennis women's basketball men's football men's lacrosse gymnastics mm-hmm. yeah so fun. Now, what do you think is contributing to the growth and viewership of women's sports? Um, I think people are giving it a chance. And I also say, specifically for us, I think we play a fun style of basketball, like very fast-paced, unselfish. We shoot a lot of threes. Like, it's just something I think people don't know much about. And then they go to it and they're like, huh, like, this is actually really good basketball. Um, oh, yeah. So I think just giving it a shot and then just our style of play helps. Now everyone's coming back next year, right? Yes, everyone. Well, at least we had a few transfers, but our core group is all back. That's exciting. So, yeah, I know. It's going to be a great year. I'm excited. And how many games in a season do Game you have? in a season. Around 50? Or is that too much? Uh, Less than 50. Yes, less than 50. I'd say like somewhere a little bit over 30. Okay. Yeah. You probably... I don't know if you remember. Do you remember your regular season record? No, I don't, but I can look it up. We'll see. Utah women's basketball schedule. It's always funny when I read this because I'm like, dang, we didn't lose very much. Okay, our <laughs> overall record was 27-5. and five. For that, And that was just for the regular season? That was for the entire year. And Wow. Including, like, Pac-12s and NCAA? Yep. You lost five games the whole year? Yep. So we lost only three games in the regular season. So 27 and 3? No, not quite, but around there, 25 and 3 or something. That's outstanding. Yeah. Was that a regular season record? Probably. I don't know, actually, but it's probably close. Did you guys have a banquet at the end of the season? No, we actually did not. Yeah. What about in the fall? No. Oh, I'm gonna have to yeah. make some calls. <laughs> no banquet. Uh, it's okay. I can. Well, I can. My. Ba- I just moved into a new place. It has a yeah. big backyard. I could host a okay. Utah women's <laughs> basketball Utah banquet. Utah WBB banquet. Yeah. We'd appreciate that. I can cater it. Yeah. I'm not the best cook, but I can okay. give it my best try. Thank you. That'd be nice. So you become yeah. co-season, co-regular season champs with Stanford. Yep. And then the Pac-12 championship was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. How was that experience? Um, not great this year. We threw up a dud in our first round game against Washington State. 
They were sneaky, though. Yeah, they won they the tournament. Sne- yeah, they were <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, that was fun of an experience as our first year, but at that point, I mean, it was probably best for us. We were, like, pretty banged up and everything, so it gave us an extra week or so to recover for NCAA, and it worked out, but, right. yeah. Obviously, you don't want to lose your first game. <laughs> yeah, but if, if you're going to lose, I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't want to lose, but if you if you lose, you lose to the Pac-12 champs. Yeah, fair. Which, yeah, that caught me by surprise. Who did they play in the championship? Oh, uh, UCLA. Because they beat Stanford as well. Or did UCLA? Uh, UCLA beat Stanford. I'm not sure who. I think Washington State beat Colorado next, and then Stanford. And they beat Cal. They played the night before us and beat Cal. So... Oh, did yeah, did you guys stay at like a resort? Uh no, so we stay at this like well, I guess maybe it is. It's like the MGM, I think. Right. Um. So yeah, it is a resort, but I mean, we we're just like in the hotel all day. We walked like the casino to go to a different hotel to do like film and everything, and then our games both the years have been at night. So like we'll sit around at the hotel all day and then walk over it like pitch black. So like, you never see the sun for a full week. Oh my it, god. It's a tough experience, but <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. Yeah. So. And the stadium's real close to the MGM, isn't it? Yep, yeah, maybe like a five-minute walk. Oh, you would walk there? Yeah, we'd walk there, and then like the whole band would be on the sides and stuff. It was really fun. That is so, a cool experience. Yeah, it was good. So Pac-12s ended March? Yes, probably beginning of March or so. And then once that ends, when does NCAA? Uh, about like a week and a half or two weeks after. So you have the selection show like, a few days after the end of the Pac-12 tournament, then you'll know where you're going or hosting. Um, and then maybe, like, a week, a week and a half, and then you're playing your first game. Very cool. Yeah. And the selection show, did mm-hmm. you guys watch it in the facility? Um, where did we? Uh, we watched it at the football facility this year okay. in, like, the nice donor area, so it was cool. Then we got to actually have a lot of our fans. So our first year... Um, or my freshman year, we just watched it up in, like, our coaches' offices and stuff and just had, like, family and friends there. And then this last year, we invited, like, I think it was 500 fans or something like that, and they all got to cheer us on. It, it was a cool experience. They like, food, and everyone was really excited, so it was cool. And then freshman year, you guys made it to the 32? Uh, yes. So we went one step further this year. So that was our goal. That, all those games were exciting. The first yeah. round, you it wasn't Princeton. It was... Um, Gardner-Webb. Okay. Where are yeah. they from? Um, down south somewhere. I don't want to... I know whatever my guess is going to be is going to be wrong, but, like, kind of that Carolina, Florida, Georgia area. Somewhere okay. down there. I forgot what state. <laughs> and then that Princeton game was a pretty good game yeah, as well. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, like, when we... So it was going to be NC State or Princeton, and our coaches were kind of like, okay, who do we think is going to win? And a lot of them said Princeton just because they're so, like, fundamental and obviously just smart. <laughs> right. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but, yeah, it was a hard game. They're really good. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you paid attention to the men's March Madness, but Princeton women's and Princeton yeah. guys did very well this year. Yeah, I saw that. It was funny. The night before we played Princeton, we were at the hotel, and I was watching, like, March Madness on the TV, and they were saying how Princeton men's had a, had advanced. And they're like, well, like, Princeton women keep advancing too. And I'm like, not tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's stop that right there. <laughs> so. so was Princeton the 32? Yeah, that was the round of 32, yeah. Round of 32. And then once you get to the Sweet 16, is the Sweet 16, the Elite 8, the Final Four, and the championship all in, was it South Carolina? Uh, No. So... There's different regionals. I forgot what they all were this year, but I think it was Seattle Regional and then a South Carolina Regional. 
um, and that's for the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. So you the teams fly out to those two regionals, play, and then you get like another week or so off, and then you fly. This year it was in Texas, was the Final Four in the championship, and that just changes every year. So next year I think it's in Cleveland. Really? Yeah, something like that. I think it's in Ohio. The Final Four in the yeah. championship? Yeah. <laughs> so we hopefully we'll go see your hometown. <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah. Yep. I would love that. If you guys won the national championship in would Cleveland. You, would you go watch it? Well, the, Take a trip home. Oh, I, you're in season. I'm in season. Okay, which, we'll let it slide. Well, maybe maybe uh, I could talk to Mr. Mark Harlan. Yeah, the uh, higher ups. Yeah, and we could, we could schedule the Cleveland State game because we'll play in Cleveland True. next year. Yeah, we could do that. We could schedule the Cleveland State game in Cleveland. When yeah, there you go. Be, that'd be hilarious. Fun. We'll work on it. And so then the Sweet 16 game, you guys play LSU. Who mm. did they have to beat to advance to get there? I honestly don't know. Hawaii one game, and then I don't know who their second round game was. So, Gosh. And yeah. they were a very talented team. Same with Iowa, who mm-hmm. they played. Um, what was Andrew, Angel mm. Reese like on the court? She seems <laughs> pretty confident. Yes. Um it's kind of funny. A lot of people have asked me that, like, oh, like, how was it? Like, what did she say to you? Um, I'm not someone that talks trash at all to people. Right. So it's kind of funny. She, like, maybe try to say a little something and I'd just be quiet. And, like, after two minutes, didn't say a word the whole game. Um, but, yeah, she's very confident. She's extremely, like, physical and stuff. Like, the day after, my shoulders were just, like, so incredibly sore. I felt like I got shots in both arms. Um, but, yeah, like, when she made her mind up to do something, it was, like, she's going to do it. Like, she was very, very good. So, now, have you? Is she, she's older than us, correct? Yes. So yeah. Did you ever play against her in AAU growing up or no? No, she was a year or two older than me in AAU, so I remember watching her in AAU, um, but I never played against her. Isn't that funny how, when you get down to it, like at that level, how small communities are? Like mm-hmm. with lacrosse, you know a lot of the players on the other team because you grew up playing yeah. against them. With yeah. travel. Yeah, I think that's even more true with lacrosse from what I've heard. It's just like everyone knows everyone. Yeah. And basketball definitely is that way too. So where, yeah, it's just funny. I just remember being AAU and being like the little girl from Minnesota and all these like, you know, people from all these different places and so good and getting recruited and five stars and all that type of stuff. And now it's like, oh, like we all made it. We're on the same stage now. Exactly. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. I think about that too. Because mm-hmm. some people take it so serious oh, well, he's a five-star. Yeah. And sometimes in college, they propel upwards, and then sometimes you see people propel downwards. It's super interesting, yeah. It is interesting. And then the LSU coach, she was dripped out the whole (laughs) tournament. (laughs) That is one way to say it. Yeah, wow, her outfits were crazy. She was wearing, I don't know, feathers and different prints for our game. It was w- impressive. Was it the championship game where she had, she almost looked like a flamingo, kind of? Yeah, I think so. Actually, the flamingo game might have been our game. Because okay. she was wearing some, I think it was like a greenish pattern and camo-looking thing, and then she had like these long feather, pink feathers on yeah. her ja- yeah, or like jacket. Yeah, it was really interesting. They both, there was actually another, um, I forgot who the lady was, like director of player personnel or something, but she was in this um, checkered, like baby pink and hot pink with giant ruffles on like her pants and everything. I was like, wow, this is some sort of fashion show we got going on here today. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. 
And you mentioned the game was very physical. You yep. were very sore. Yep. That was the f- was that the first game of the season Alyssa fouled out of? No, I don't think so. But she doesn't foul out much, no, does she? No, not much. She'd get in foul trouble here and there, but, yeah, that was probably one of the first, or at least the biggest game that she fouled out in. Mm-hmm. So. And so, obviously, a game's made up of a lot of plays. Yes. And the final play, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, because it's very special to have that moment. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, it didn't pan out the way you would like it. Yes. Yep. And I will never forget the speech, the presentation you had at FCA, because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. just made me realize how much of a savage you are <laughs> and, and how how down to earth you are and how with anything in life that comes to you, as long as you go to God, you have family, you have friends, you can get through anything. Yeah. Can you explain how your teammates, because obviously it was a very emotional time. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people who are probably eating potato chips on their couch that have not done much in life and are <laughs> targeting you on social yeah. media. Can you explain how your coach, which it appears just from the interviews, you guys are very tight. Yes. Um, yeah. Can you explain how she, your teammates, your family, and then your faith kind of mm-hmm. got you through that to keep on moving forward, use that as a learning lesson, and to get after it for next year? Yeah. Um, okay, all the different people. Um, well, my coach, so right after I missed the free throws, I got subbed out and stuff, and then I was crying and a big mess, and um, she just kind of said the same thing you said, like, a game made up a lot of different plays. There was still time left on the clock, so she's like, like get it together, like, you're going to have to go back in. Yeah. Um, and then also in media after she was interviewed and she was saying, she's like, you know, if someone would told me yesterday that, like, Jenna was online with three seconds left and had the game-winning free throws, she's like, I would have chosen her every time, and tomorrow I'd still choose her. And that's what she told me. We had a meeting after the season, and she was like, yeah, like, I still have full confidence in you. Like, that's, I don't know, it's not that big of a deal. It's a part of the game. Yeah, so that was really cool Um, because I just remember after that feeling like I just let everyone down. As we got to this point, like, it's all on me. Um, My teammates were good, too. Like, not many people talked to me much about it just because I think you don't know what to say. Um, But, no, like, I think... Yeah, they did a really good job with it because I think there could definitely be people that would like make comments still or like bug you about it after, but everyone just is like, yeah, it's basketball. Like I'm, I think they've all had experiences like that where they've been the game-winning shot or whatever it was and missed. Um, so they've been really good. Um, my family was there actually. Um, my mom and my sister were there, and then everyone was watching on TV. <laughs> um, so it was funny. I like remember looking at my phone after, and my dad was like you know what, like, I would have made zero to 50 if I was in that same situation. <laughs> He's like, you're fine. And my, it was nice to have my parents there and just get to, like, spend time with them after and just be reminded of, like, what really matters. Um, and, yeah, and then, like, with faith and everything, I just think I have a good perspective on life. Like, I think there's a lot of kids that that definitely would have broken them a little bit. And I was in some ways happy. I was like, well, if someone had to miss the free throws, I'm glad I was because just thinking about teammates and stuff, I think people can take that really poorly and, you know, not want to get off their, like, get out of their bed for the next week or something like that. Um, and I just think I'm someone that's, like, mature um, and have good family, friends, faith, everything, like, can kind of just see the whole big picture and also just know, like, there's more to life than basketball and that doesn't define me. Um, and, yeah, it just makes me excited, like, not even that moment so much, just is how great of a season we had that has definitely fueled me to want to, um, you know, get back in the gym and work really hard this off season and just looking forward to, you know, you look on your phone and you're on ESPN, like, 
okay, we're ranked number two going into next year. Like, that's insane. Um, so just all that type of stuff. So I'm really excited, and that has definitely just fooled me that much more. That's great. Mm-hmm. For all the young athletes listening right now, how important mm-hmm. is it to realize and live by, yes, sports are important, but they do not define you? Um, super important. I think coming into college, and I'm sure you had a similar experience, it's like, oh, I'm going to college for basketball. Like, this is the biggest deal. This is all I am. Like, basketball is my life. And I had a coach um, my junior high school, which is, like, probably one of the most impactful people in my life. I remember she sat down and told me, little, like, 16-year-old Jenna, she's like, basketball's what you do, but it's not who you are. And that's always just rung true in my head. And, like, I've thought back to that so many different times. Um, but, I mean, everyone, like, sports is not always going to go your way. There's only one team at the end that wins it all. Right. Um, you know, you have school, you have all these different things. Like, I don't know, it just is, like, there's more to life than basketball. And that's so easy to say and hard to do because even, you know, I have a bad game and I'm so bummed about it and probably don't act as kind to people as I would if I played awesome. But just, I don't know, I think it's important to have other things that you live for because when you do have that bad day, like, you get up the next day and still aren't just feeling bad and down on yourself. So Right. And there's a point in every player's life where it's going to be over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a hard thing to think about, but that's very true. And I don't know, I think there's a lot of people that, that probably freaks them out some, like, oh my gosh, like what's what am I going to do when there's no sports? But I definitely feel like I'm at a point where it's like, I love sports, I love basketball, but when that day comes, I'm going to be bummed, but I do know I have a lot more going for me and a lot more I want to do and impact the world with that isn't related to putting a ball through hoop, so. That's great. Yeah. Now, back to, since we're kind of talking about it, after college, not that rankings matter, but mm-hmm. right now you're projected to get drafted in the <laughs> WNBA. Mm-hmm. Is that something you would consider? Never say never. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, I would consider. We'll see how it all goes. Just, I mean, two years is a lot of time to change, and whenever I have draft stocks change, like whatever, I'm not looking too much into it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if my body is holding up well and I still enjoy basketball, I wouldn't necessarily say no to it. But I wouldn't say it's something, I think there's a lot of people that are in college that are like, oh my gosh, like, I have to make the WBA, that's my dream. And like, for me, I think a lot more about, okay, what do I want to do as a coach or in the athletics department than I do, like, oh, what team am I going to get drafted by? But right. I'm interested, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool to say you did. <laughs> and do you have any cool plans for the rest of the summer that you're looking forward to? Yes, some cool things. So one of my old teammates um, who I mentioned from South Dakota, she's getting married this weekend, so a bunch of us are going to go up to South Dakota and at a wedding and everything. Driving or flying? Driving, sadly. Oh, it's nine wow. hours. Which, oh, okay. Yeah, it's not terrible, but yeah, flights were like $1,000 to get to Rapid City like there and back. I was like, oh my gosh, that's insane. So me and Gianna are driving up together. It'll be an experience. Um, so doing that, um, I'm going to go end of July or end of June, start of July to Northern Arizona for the FCA camp and work that. You're doing that? Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Um, and then I'm going to Morgan Wallen concert in Phoenix, um, mid July. So I'm really hoping his voice is okay. Cause he had to cancel a bunch of them for like his vocal cords or something. So yeah, we'll see. And then let's see, end of I think that's the main thing. Is I'm going to go home in August so for a few weeks. So that's That'll it. be good. Yeah. Have you been home since the season yes. has ended? Yeah. So actually, I didn't go home. I went home after the season ended before summer classes started for like a week or so. But before that, 
I haven't been home since the last June. So it's been a super long time, but now I'm going more frequently, which is nice. Great. So thank you so much. And uh, this has been Banter with Bells.